Welcome to Resilient Living Podcast. I am your host, Terilyn Minifield, excited for another opportunity to talk about my thoughts, my understanding, my beliefs, my resilience. This podcast was created for those that want to talk about the process that they go through when they're overcoming situations. Resilience. It becomes wisdom that allows you to make different or better solutions for yourself based on what you've gone through. And that knowledge, which I believe becomes wisdom, is what you share with others in order for them to have more options in their life so that they know they're not alone and that they can get through anything that they've gone through. Well, today we're going to talk about a topic that's close to my heart. We're going to talk about our children and why I believe every child should have a relationship with God. Now, I know many of you don't believe in the God that I serve. I believe in God, I believe in Jesus, and I believe in the Holy Spirit. And that's perfectly okay. You can still listen in and get an understanding. I believe that we were all created by God. And I think the best way for us to learn our purpose and what we have available for us in our lives is to go back to the one that created us in order to get an understanding of how he designed us and what he wants to do with us. You have to have a relationship with God in order to do that. And it's so important. You know, as I was growing up, there were many times, my mother and father were people of faith, but there were many times I questioned why I did what I did, but I didn't have the tools, the knowledge, or the skills to turn to God, to reach out and understand why I was designed or created or what made me different from everyone else. Sometimes if we don't have an understanding with who we are and how we are, it gives an opportunity for lies to be told to us, to make us believe and understand something that absolutely isn't true. You know, we all have dreams and visions. Where do they come from if they don't come from God? It has to come from something other than just what we think about. And if you don't relate your experience or your being as a child to something, then you will relate to everything else that isn't who you are. And that's why we have a lot of children that are really confused and searching out their identity as to who they are, what they're supposed to do, and who they really belong to. You know, the manual that I go by is the Bible. I believe that the Bible is God's true word speaking to me. And I use that manual in order to get instruction as to how to live my life. It's the same as if you had a computer or a television that you purchased that you do not know how to operate you would look at the manual in order to get an understanding of what you need to do with that television or that computer. 
that's how I look at the Bible. It's a manual for my life. And what I really believe that we need to understand is that the freedom that we want to live this life in and with comes from outside of us. If you were a God, you would be able to have control over every single thing that happens to you. And because you're not God, you don't have control. This world that we're living in, it has such a world view. Um, it's actually the opposite of the way that we should be living. Have you ever gone to the grocery store and saw that the food that's healthier, better for you, is more expensive, while the things that destroy your body is absolutely affordable? Have you seen that different groups and clubs that are even on school campuses that are trying to draw children in to things that really are inappropriate are supposed to be creating community, but yet they're destroying the individuals that are part of that group? You know, you can be a good person and understand that that's not enough in order for you to really truly know who you are. And there's nothing like a pure heart connected beyond your absolute ability. And all of those things are connected to a relationship with God. But let's go back to children, specifically children, and why it's so important for them to have a relationship with God. Children grow and understand what to do and what not to do based on what they're taught. A child does not know not to touch a stove until we give them a direction of what not to do because of what will harm them. So as children go through this life, they start learning all kinds of experiences based on what they're told not to do. And those that teach their children what to do have to have a foundation of what they're building their lessons on. Now, it's so amazing because in the experience that I've had with growing our children, we always wanted to make sure that first things were first, that they had a relationship and they knew about God before they even worried about their relationship with us as parents. And the number one reason was, is that God would never fail them. There will come a point in time in your life that as your child continues to grow, continues to learn, continues to deal with peers and experiences and personalities, all of those things will cause them to believe that you do not have the answers for them, that they know better than you. And if they have a relationship with God, it allows them to tap out of what they think they know from you or not from you and tap into what God has for them because they know him. When you really think about living that way and learning that way, it absolutely took the pressure off of myself and my husband because I knew that even though I didn't understand or even though I'm trying to be a champion or a cheerleader for them, they weren't necessarily receiving me being on their team. They knew that they can tap into a God that would never, ever leave them.
that they could go to in order to stand why they thought they had the right answers. God will never fail people, and he absolutely will not fail our children. It's important for them to have a relationship with God. You know, one of the things that I love teaching our children was faith. And when they have a relationship with God, there's such an opportunity for them to grow in the examples of faith around them. Some of those examples always had to do with Christmas in our house. So I'm sorry for all of you that believe in Santa. We didn't believe in Santa in our house. What we decided to do was not talk about Santa, a man. We started talking about the God that would provide for a home and everything that we needed. We would have our children write their Christmas list in October. October because they would start advertising in November for children to say what they wanted for December. So if there was something that a child wanted in our home, they wrote a list of the things that they were believing God for we would take that list and agree with them that we could get whatever it was they wanted on that list for Christmas. And we, as you already know, celebrate really big. So there was a particular Christmas that one of our children wanted a PlayStation. And at the time, with us having six children and so many other obligations, We did not have the income or the, you know, discretionary income to buy a PlayStation. So in receiving that list, we were kind of sad and frustrated, like, well, what were we going to do? We know this child wanted to have this PlayStation. How are we going to make this happen? So that child put their faith in God and their relationship with God that God was going to give them that, regardless of what we said, our posture, or even receiving the list with hesitation. And they continued to thank God for them being able to get that PlayStation. And what was so amazing to us is that Christmas, God absolutely delivered on that promise. Because my mom, unbeknownst to us, bought a PlayStation and gave it to our child. It was a great example of what faith is, that because of their relationship with God, they could believe God beyond their parents, and God was able to be faithful and show them that they were able to receive a gift that they really wanted. And there's so many other stories like that. There are so many times that even though Christmas may not happen every day, Christmas can be an everyday way of living because they're putting a petition before God. And if they're listening and doing what God would have them to do, God would show up every single time that they would be able to walk really by faith and not by sight. That their relationship with God will continue to grow as these events continue to happen in their life that would build their faith. I remember another time where my children, they wanted a dog. So as our children continue to grow, they continue to leave and go to college and do different things. And our two youngest ones, Josiah and Tatiana, um, wanted to have a dog. And I'm sorry, but I, I'm just not a dog person. 
but I am a faith person. So we took a trip out to Prescott and I saw this amazing animal. He was almost like a beast. He was a blue pit bull. And I said to my children, now that's an amazing dog. If I were ever going to get a dog, I would get a dog like this. And little did I know that that word that I spoke, spoke faith into them. So they started speaking as if they had a dog. When we returned home, just in our regular daily life, they would make comments, well, I'm going to go let the dog out now. And we didn't have a dog. Or I'm going to feed the dog now. And we didn't have a dog to feed. They started speaking things as if it were true. And then we got a dog. Because of that display of faith, because of their faithfulness and their reliance on what God would have for them, made us believers. Faith is an incredible thing, and faith is delivered based on your relationship with God. There are so many things that our children are dealing with now. In school, just doing the work in relationships and friendships, just dealing with one another, with social media and the the capture that it has on our children to entice them to believe something about themselves that's not true, or for them to feel as if they're missing out based on what they see as they flip through the different things that are displayed on there. There are so many things that are distractions from who they actually completely are, that I think that our children need an opportunity to develop a relationship with the one that created them. Our children need a relationship with God. God will never fail them. He'll never, ever fail them. He won't um, disappoint them or distract them or allow circumstances to take over. You know, if you're not believing in God, then you're believing in the opposite of God and all of the lies that are around you. It's either one or the other. You gotta know that your purpose is bigger than what you can comprehend around you. And I tell you from my experience with dealing with my children, with working in church and other people's children, that children are the most available to dream, to have any and everything they want because of the possibilities that they believe are true because they haven't had the experience to show them that they're not. You know, my husband and I, we were committed that we knew we were stewards over our children to guide them. We were just there to guide them. Yes, they look like us. They talk like us. We're excited that they're a combination of us, but we were here to guide them. And although we did the natural things to create them, we believe that God was the one that placed them in our lives for us to be a steward over. And what better way to be an example for them is for us to have a relationship with God that shows them how they should be living themselves. That's what's lost nowadays. 
a lot of people don't have the example of knowing how to deal with other situations and circumstances because they're caught up more in those situations and circumstances than what they are with the relationship they can build with God. You know, I learned so much from my little grandson that lives with me, Jackson Adonis. He's amazing. He takes information and he processes it and he applies what he sees lived out. Did you hear what I said? He applies what he sees that's being lived before him. Because a lot of times it's not so much what we say, it's what we do that's going to be the biggest teacher in our children's eyes and in their hearts. And so I see him starting to mimic what we do. It's so much fun. Jackson is absolutely amazing. And the time that I've spent with him, I would teach him things. And one of the things that I taught him was his birthday. Um, I taught him he's born on October 14th. And so I would ask Jackson, Jackson, when are you born? And so he got used to that, answering that question, I'm born on October 14th. And his four-year-old mind, he would ask everybody what their birthday was and how old they were. And so when he got to ask me how old I was, I said, well, you talk too much for me, Jackson. You tell everybody their birthday. So instead of knowing the number that I am, I want you to say beautiful. And he said, so I'm just going to say my Gigi is beautiful. And I said, yes, that's what you say. So I practiced with him a couple of times. And I said, so if someone asks you how old I am, what are you going to say? And he would say, beautiful. Perfect. Works for me. There was time went by, probably about a good couple weeks. And he had gone with his grandfather to go and play at the arcade. And they came home and they were fussing. They were going back and forth. And I kept hearing my husband say to him, when's your birthday? And he just said, October. And he goes, that's not when your birthday. And then my husband asked me, tell him when is his birthday? And I said, his birthday is October 14th. And Jackson was so upset. He's like, no. And I was like, wow, that's really strange. We, we both know when your birthday is. Like, Jackson, why are you getting so upset? And he was just like so frustrated. He didn't want to talk about it anymore. So I left him alone. The next day, Jackson always has a conversation with me early in the morning when it's just him and I. And so he came and he said, Gigi, I know when my birthday is. My birthday is October 14th. And I said, oh, well, Jackson, when you were talking to your Baba, your grandfather, and he asked when your birthday was, you just kept saying October. He said, Gigi, because I'm going to be like you. If you can be beautiful, then I can just be October. I said, wow, okay, Jackson, now I understand. You don't want to say the number because I'm not saying my number. So right now your birthday is just October. I said, but when it gets closer, you probably should let people know so that they can celebrate you on October 14th. He says, okay, Gigi, I'll do that. But for right now, if you're beautiful, I'm just October. Delights my heart to share time with him. 
Because what's the most amazing thing is, is that he's not worried or concerned about anything than what it is that he's living out right now, his lived experience. And as he continues to be with us and walk with us and go to church with us, and as we continue to live our life before him, he's continuing to grow his relationship with God. It's just one little example of all the little stories that I get to tell him, that I get to share with him, so that he knows that he's not just someone that's created, but that he's special and he's smart and he's all of the things that God created him to be because God created him for who he is and that God has a plan for his life. So no matter what he thinks about, no matter what he's going to do, he will know that his first and foremost thing is to keep having a relationship with God in order so that he can have more purpose, understanding, and beautiful. Children are amazing, and they are the best gift that we can continue to give each other because they're open sponges to absorb all of the things that are good and also all of the things that are not so good. And even in the situations where there's circumstances beyond our control, believe and know that God already put inside of that child what they need to deal with those situations. Now, this episode isn't meant to condemn you, that maybe you didn't have the insight and understanding that you have now for your children, that you were just doing the best that you could and that your life maybe didn't have all those details work out to where it was you as an adult came to the understanding that you needed to have a God relationship. Well, regardless of you starting there now or you not starting when you're early earlier with your children, know that today is today and now is now. And you can take everything that you know and use that to power through your very own resilience to have better options and to teach your children what they need to know. Your children never stop being your children, whether they're four like Jackson or 38 or 52, or 72. They're still your child, and there's still lessons to be learned. Every child needs a relationship with God. It allows them to separate from what they think to what they believe, and what they believe becomes their faith, and that relationship will continue to build them up through each and every situation that they face and all of what's available for them. You know, I really love all of my children and even more my grandchildren. It's just something that happens when you have grandchildren that speaks to your heart and allows you just to soar with a level of appreciation for all of what God continues to do in your life. And one of the things that we do in our family, we love worship music and worship songs. And so I want to close out today with just a little clip of listening to what Jackson is singing about. Now, let me say my disclaimer. We do not own the rights to this music, and we're definitely just sharing a clip of it 
so that you have a taste of what it's like to have such a strong little person that has a big faith because they understand they serve a big God. Thanks for listening. I'd love to hear your stories. Let me know how you've shared God with your children and why it's so important that we all have a relationship with God. Thanks for listening.